Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, speaking of smart, Casey Frank, when it comes to basketball smarts, there's none better. He joins us now, former uh, Tall Black and Breaker, part of the comms team as well. Uh, g'day, Casey. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me, boys. Oh, a pleasure as always, mate. A pleasure as always. Uh, Breakers, Kings, is this the NBL final we deserve? I think so. I mean, it's uh, the two teams that have proven throughout the year to be the strongest. Uh, they've certainly uh, at times dominated the competition and shown that they can beat teams in different ways. I mean, plenty of stars as well. Uh, there's going to be a whole lot of talent on display. A little bit of contrast to Styles. And, you know, Styles make fights, so it should make for a really interesting series. Okay, so obviously we've now well and truly realised that this is going to be a different Breakers team this year, but I guess first of all, mate, can you believe the, the turnaround, the, the fact that they are now sitting in the in the grand final, uh, obviously a five-game series, but where they were last year and to where they are now, can, can you even comprehend that this has all unfolded? You know, looking looking at the team from last season, it, it would have been a, a hard uh, a hard book to try and read and, and believe that this was the ending. But as I was thinking over the season, coming home from the game yesterday, uh, you know, I had I had to think about when I first saw them this season, and they were playing the Illawarra Hawks in a preseason game uh, at, over out west. And but it was a close scrimmage. It was just some close uh, Breakers fans, and they allowed the the commentary team to come in and get a look. And I just remember this was a Illawarra team from a season ago that. Had, had made the finals, and this Breakers team just absolutely dominated them defensively. I mean, it was like taking candy from a baby. They wouldn't let the ball up the court. I think at one point they were 58 points in this scrimmage and dominating. And I remember Darrell Brantley uh, just really getting physical in and talking a bunch of smack. And, you know, they were getting a kind of a agitated. Barry Brown Jr. goes, oh, calm down, calm down. He goes, he just starts yelling out. And he goes, oh, no, they got to know what's different this year. It's different this year, boys. It's different. <laughs> You know, looking at that, I should have known that this was going to be a special team that had a lot of fire and some special characters on it. But uh, I, I, too, learned the lesson a little bit too late, but it's a lesson that everybody in the NBL now knows very well. How much credit does Modi Mayor uh, deserve? Because he really has turned uh, the, this this whole club around um, after, you know, Dan Shamir, that, that project just didn't work. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Dan Shamir, I think he did a good job coaching, but you know, I've said it many times, I don't know uh, what level of success uh, George Popovich would have been able to get with those Breakers teams playing on the road for two years. You know, Phil Jackson would have struggled a little bit uh, trying to keep a team motivated to sleep in hotel beds for two years straight. But, you know, when you're coming in and Modi took over, he built the team his way. He said a few times over this last week that he's learned lessons from everybody he's coached for, but he wanted to do it his way. He really wanted to get in. And, uh, you know he's passionate. You know he rides these guys hard. He expects the best out of them. But you know all the best coaches do. They, 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 they push you because they know you're capable of more. It's, it was always a lesson I learned when I was playing that you don't, you don't get mad when a coach is yelling at you. You get mad when a coach stops yelling at you because that's when they stop caring. Uh, so, so he's done a great job of finding ways to motivate these guys, putting them into positions to succeed. And, you know, there, there's been some up and downs. There's been a few waves that they've had to ride, including that losing streak when Barry Brown Jr. went out and all of a sudden people are like, oh, yeah, this is what we thought. This is what we expected. You know, it's going to be tough to recover from. But 
to go through all that with that mindset and I think to have some guys who truly believe, even if at times it was probably a little bit harder than they wanted, uh, I think he deserves a lot of credit. You know, uh, the coaches get a lot of blame when they lose, but but they do certainly deserve a lot of the credit when the things go right. And he certainly seems to have a calm demeanor. You you mentioned how he obviously he's, he's rode the boys pretty hard, and, and obviously internally, and you'd have seen that behind the scenes a bit and hear that. But obviously in the media and, and publicly, he seems to be very calm. I remember they lost the game there recently in the finals, and there was, you know, we just went there tonight. We'll be different when we get back home, sort of thing. He seems to be have a very calm demeanor, which I guess the boys like the the fact that he might be doing one thing internally, but externally, it's uh, it's a whole different world. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's one of the things that I do like about him. It certainly is what he's saying privately is very different from what he's saying to the press. You know, uh, what, what he, he's, taught, he's saying things, oh, we don't notice this, we don't notice that. Well, they notice all of it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he sees every bit that's going on, and he's got an opinion about it. But he also understands that, you know, you're not going to win any games in the press. So, so what's the point? He, he goes out there. He, he takes the he, he takes the blame. He points the fingers at themselves, talking about how I, as a coach, have to do a better job. And then he goes to the tra- to tape, sees where the tape is, goes to training, and tells all the players where they messed up. This is what we have to do better. You know, uh, I, I, I've never really appreciated uh, coaches who call their players out in the press. Certainly, there's a time or a place to do that. But if you can't have that conversation face to face, man to man, with these guys that you're coaching, it is going to be difficult to ride them over an entire season. Now, I think he's got no qualms about that. And because of that, I think it has helped driven them to a higher level. Now, Casey, uh, the Taipans in their series against uh, the Kings uh, pushed them really, really close. And in fact, right over the season, uh, I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago that the Taipans had kept the Sydney Kings to 78 twice in a regular season. And even yesterday, if the Taipans shooting was on, they would have won that game because they kept the Kings to 79 points. So if you're Modi Mayor, what can you take from what Cairns did and how can you implement it for the breakers? Well, you know, for, for the Taipans, they shot the most threes in the league. That was their style. Uh, they also shot the lowest percentage in the league uh, of any team. So they were, they were a Valium team. When it was going right, it was going really right. And, uh, you know, a team that was also dealing with injuries, to Jerry McCall, not at his best, I think uh, – at full strength, he can be a real difference maker defensively. And, of course, no Keanu Pender, who was the, the, the sole slow post force, really, until the emergence of Sam Wardenberg lately. But uh, I think what, what you see from Sydney uh, playing against that Kansas Taipans team is you got to go out and you got to punch him right in the mouth. You know, you can't, you can't uh, be tender about it. You can't think maybe we're going to do this them physically because eventually they're going to come and they're going to play bully ball. They got Xavier Cooks who can play anywhere from, uh, you know, he can guard at every position, but offensively he can go three all the way up to five. And he's out there. He's beasting the boys. You know, he's going straight through the chest, he's coming over your back every single possession. Uh, Suarez as a big, you saw the, the shoulder that he dropped on Sam Wardenberg at the end of the game to send a little message that he got a suspended sentence for. Uh, uh, and you know that uh, Jordan Hunter as well, he's a big body who's going out there to play. The guards on the wings, Courtnoy, Sean Bruce, these are agitators. These are guys who are going out and, and they're stepping up to try and bully. So, you know, when you come up to a bully, what do you got to do? You got to step up right up to him and you got to hit him as hard in the mouth as you can to let him know you're not bullying me. And that's got to be the plan, I think, for the breakers coming out. They're going to have to be the aggressors physically. They're going to have to not take a backward step at any point in time. And it's got to be from tip one. You know, the, the opening tip, they're going to have to come out and be on their best game, especially in those physical departments. And hope do it legally, do it without fouling. But, but just let them know that this is a series. We may respect you, but we don't fear you. Because talk about fearing them. Obviously, if you're, if you're a betting man, this looks like a 
sort of a uh, David versus Goliath scenario. What what is it about the Kings that sort of have them going into this final series as uh, pretty hot favourites against the Breakers? Uh, you know, I think their style actually goes really well against the Breakers. Uh, uh, in terms of how the Breakers play, they're a really physical team, but they're not a huge team. Uh, you know, Rob Lowe's the only player who's standing over uh, 6'8". Uh, you know, he did. Other than that, it's kind of 6'7 and under across the board. Even Derek Parton, as good as he is inside, he's 6'7". You know, he's got a 7'2 wingspan, so that really makes up for a lot of that. But when you go come up against this King squad, you know, they're going... 6'10", they're going 6'9", they're going 6'7 at the three spot. So this is a big, strong team that at times, that has been the weakness for the Breakers. You know, they can give up a little bit on the offensive glass. And that makes it really difficult as well for Barry Brown Jr. to score at the rim. When they're, uh, the few times, uh, the, the times, especially early in the season, when the Breakers were still feeling themselves offensively, trying to figure out exactly what they were, they forced the Breakers into a lot of those mid-range shots into the runners. And those are difficult shots to make. Sometimes they'll drop, but often they won't. And when those are the shots you're depending on, uh, you really have to play perfect basketball. You have to let that release come clean every time. Otherwise, it's going to be a long night on that offensive end of the half court, where at times the Breakers have struggled this season. You talk about the physicality and, and impressing yourself on the opposition, making sure you, they, they know you're there. Uh, out of that Breakers lineup, who's who's the most likely to go Dylan Brooks on it? <laughs> well, I think there's a few There's a few in there. You know, I, Certainly, uh, uh, Jarrell Brantley. I mean, he, he's really impressed me all season long. He, he is a physical, physical player. He can slide up or down in terms of his ability to guard because he's got those quick feet. Scoring the post when he's got that strength advantage but uses quickness from outside. So he's going to be right to the front. Uh, Derek Parton has done it all season long. He's been that man in the middle, giving it to him. But when you're looking at guys, I think, off the bench as well, Rob Lowe's got a lot of size. He doesn't have the physique of a big, strong guy, but he is leaning against you. And he, he's another agitator. He's going to get in. He's going to try and annoy guys. And he's got enough size. You know, he may look skinny on TV, but that's that's six foot eleven. You know, and he's coming in around 120 kgs. Uh, even on a light day. So when you combine that and with a guy who, who I'd really like to see get some time in this series because he knows this team well, Tom Vodanovich, uh, the way he's played, he won a cha- title with Sydney last year before coming over to the Breakers. He brings a little bit of that championship experience uh, for, for the recent team. And I, I think he's got a real ability to go in there and, and be one of the bullies on the block. Now I'm looking at the outright winner market at the TAB for the NBL. They've got... Uh... The Kings at a dollar forty, the TAB, and the Breakers at three bucks. Uh, it is a five-game series. How do you see it playing out? Uh, I think th- th- this one's going to go uh, away. Uh, the Breakers, I think, have figured some things out about themselves, in particular offensively, uh, since the last time these two teams met. And of the two, I, I think the Breakers are playing better basketball. Then uh, you came down to the-, the stretch at the end of the season and, and wasn't playing their best, uh, especially defensively. Uh, they gave up. Uh, close to triple digits or tri- over triple digits in their last games, not where they want to be. Uh, and, and we saw against Cairns that Cairns was able to score on them at times. So it, I think it's going to be a good sh- sign in terms of that for the breakers as long as they're able to hit shots with some consistency. If the three's not falling, it makes for a much longer series. They're going to have to get on the glass. But, uh, you know, I can't, can't be a stick against the breakers. I mean, I, I, this, uh, the home squad, I, you know, I, I'd hate to, if I have to see these guys walking down the street and they heard us said Sydney, I'd have a lot to answer for. <laughs> <laughs> you would, mate, you would. What about the finals MVP winner? Because Xavier Cooks is short at $1.75, and I know he's carrying an ankle knock, but still that is very, very short. I do like the look of William McDowell-White at 17s. Where would you be going? Uh 
it's going to have the, the flashy numbers that are going to put that in. I, I think uh, the way Barry Brown Jr. is scoring right now, he, he's going to be key for this squad. Uh, he's coming off that 32-point performance. And I think he can actually be a real difference maker on the defensive end as well, uh, especially against uh, when he's locking in against Sean Bruce, when he's locking in against uh, Derek Walton. Uh, those guys can go. Uh, you know, Xavier Cooks, he's a favorite for a reason. Uh, I, in my mind, he is the best player in the league. I think he's, uh, I think he's an NBA-level player, if, if not right on the fringe. He's a guy who I think could go in there and physically match up and do a lot of things at that level. That's why, why he is the favorite. You know, if the Kings, if it's not Xavier Cooks for the Kings, it's quite possibly Derek Walton Jr., although he's had difficult games against the Breakers, hasn't really found that scoring spark, all the space he needs because of those big, strong guards that are able to knock him off the line. Good stuff, Case. Thanks very much for coming on, man. Uh, much appreciated. Go well and good luck with the calls as well, eh? No, I appreciate it, fellas. Uh, there we go. Uh, talking basketball, the NBL finals between the Breakers and the Kings with Casey Frank, uh, former Tall Black, former Breaker, and of course, a now commentator as well. Opinion on that? What do you think? Texas double eight double three double eight double three.